me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. It's a new year, and with T-Mobile, it's not about how far apart we are. It's about how close we can be. So we're bringing out our best deal. Right now, get the iPhone 12 on us on every single plan with eligible iPhone trade-in. So I can FaceTime with my sister in Savannah. That's right. The iPhone 12 on us on every plan. All on America's 5G leader in coverage. T-Mobile. With 24 monthly bill credits and a new line plus tax. If you cancel credit, stop and balance on required finance agreement may be due. Contact us for well-qualified buyers. Qualifying consumer plan required. See coverage and offer details at T-Mobile. Welcome to the Talking Single Podcast, a podcast featuring four strong, single and successful women, raised in Lagos, now living in London. Each week, we share our stories and experiences about being women, navigating life, love and everything in between. We address stereotypes, misconceptions and even bust myths about singlehood. Oh, and we do all of that with a good dose of humour and a whole lot of style. I'm Rashida, single and ready to mingle, and I'll be this week's host. Joining me are the other talking single ladies, Crystal, the recovering love addict, now happily single, Keisha, the consciously uncoupled unromantic, wondering what the fuss is all about, Ruby, the cautious romantic, balancing life on her own terms. Our podcast... everyone welcome this is your girl Rashida and I'm here with my home girls Ruby, Crystal and Keisha. Hello girls how are you? Hey. Hey. How have you guys been? How's the week? Did anything fun happen this week? Not really it's just been I'm a very long week. No. N-O. No. I can't, I can't really think of anything that's happened mm. this week. Oh well. I'll tell you about my own week. I think this week I've had the most number of mini meltdowns in my life. At some point, during different days during the week, I had to send different SOSs to people to actually ask for pep talks because I was literally on a ledge about to jump off. Oh, wow. Ooh. Yeah. But wow. thankfully, I think I've, I'm off that ledge. The um crisis is over and all is right with the world today yay yay yeah thank you to everyone that sent me pep talks called me sent voice notes and sang to me so thank you (laughs) yeah cool yeah ah well anyway to today's topic as you guys all know i've said it over and over again i'm single i'm ready to mingle I've reopened myself to the exciting, crazy world of dating. So to start this, I set profiles on Hinge and Match.com. Please don't ask me how that's going. I know there are few people that will be judging me, <coughs> Crystal. With this. Hey, yeah, it's not bad mouthing. It's not I'm bad not... mouthing. No, it's I'm... not bad mouthing. <laughs> but I know you. You've been very consistent asking how my dating, online dating 
Um, and how is that judging? I'm being a good friend. No, it's not judging. money. Okay, <laughs> okay, ladies. Ladies, <laughs> to your corners, please. To your corners. Oh, you didn't do the free version. You didn't do the free version. No, I thought, I thought if I paid, then mm-hmm. that would mean, that would hurt. And it would mean I would actually take it seriously. Okay. However, through some soul searching, I've realized I'm lazy when it comes to online dating and contrary to my actual desire burning in my belly to date i've actually found online dating tedious and i think i need to do better so come to the club yeah i I think i need to do better yeah but can i just say nobody ever said online dating was going to be easy Mm. quick or without effort yeah i know but this is like having a second job it is literally it's like is. having a second job and mm. some of the matches when you hear what you're just like oh my god what <laughs> what is this yeah. and as i guess i don't even know because my profile not like i i don't even remember what i put on match.com but i've been consistently getting this like 50 60 70 year old uncles in suits asking <laughs> and i'm like what about these pictures? I've, you know what? Maybe we need to go as a group, go through my online dating profile. Maybe that would, maybe that's something we should do. Uh, we can have a whole episode on this, but I can already tell some of the things that I, why they're not working, but we will do that on a separate topic. Let's move Thank on. Thank you. My love, how my <laughs> online dating life is about to get lit. Thank you, Ruby. <laughs> anyway. Today, I will be talking about matchmaking in general and uh, matchmaking as an alternative way to find love, the good, the bad, the ugly sides of matchmaking. So, ladies, are you ready? Yep. Okay, good. So, I mean, we all live in this world where the possibility of making connections with people by making that eye contact across a platform or across a party and smiling all of those are practically non-existent because everybody wears a mask anyway so it's almost impossible to smile at that cute stranger and i guess someone said you smile with your eyes but i'm not sure about you guys for me i just blink uncontrollably like i've got conjunctivitis (laughs) so i don't know how we're supposed to do that and i guess we're all aware most people just have said have like I did as well we moved to online dating but even before the pandemic I believe I was one of those that somewhat struggled with it to kind of go through the motions of finding matches talking to people being engaging being trying the pressure to be witty and funny and engaging and all of those things as in was just a lot for me and I don't think I did too well on it And it just got me thinking, professional matchmaking services could very well be my refuge or anybody else's um, refuge if they so wish. And it could be an efficient way for me to date where I felt like, I don't know if you guys feel it like, for me, I feel like online dating sometimes is impersonal. You're just scrolling through people's pictures. Whereas with a professional matchmaker, there's someone there you're talking through the matches as a human connection to kind of bridge this initial searching and thrilling um, process. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but I guess 
let me throw it out to Keisha. Keisha, what do you think about matchmaking? Are you open to being matchmade? So I I don't mind it because I, I think there are um it's just another opportunity to meet more people. And if it works out, then that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, but what do you think as in so as in with matchmaking, what do you think it should be like? Do you have to is this big serious um task that you have to do or you just take it I, easy? I, I, I find it a very easy thing because I'm not the one doing the work. Um, all that's happening is somebody will um, get my number or I'll be given somebody's number, which is even better because I get to choose if I call or I'll get somebody will call me and we'll have conversations. And I think with a couple of conversations, it's very easy to know if things are going to work or not. And if you do have conversations in this way, I think it actually makes it easier to either um, keep things going as in if it works out or cut things off if it doesn't work out because it's all on the phone or you can choose to meet if things are working so I, I actually really like the idea of being match made by other people rather than me having to sort of um, put the effort in myself I think it's I think it's brilliant okay so notes to everyone else once you find any single person that's a man you just send Keisha's way Gil? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> there's just, just that, not that many of them out there. <laughs> You'll be shocked. Just remember right? that Keisha likes them with broad shoulders. Oh, yeah, That's and terrible right. like Volvos. That's right. <laughs> yeah, cool. There's this other thing as well, I guess. Maybe it's a, not a shame or like a reluctance to actually, well, maybe in younger days, I don't know if you guys think it, a, a reluctance to actually accept being match made or even consider the thought of using a professional matchmaker. Do you think there is a, is it anything to be ashamed of? Do you think there's a stigma associated with this or with getting your aunties or your friends to matchmake you? I don't think, I don't think so. No, I don't, I definitely don't think anyone should be ashamed of being match made. I have, two friends who were match made by other friends of the family and they're happily married now. So did they ask think... for the matches or were no. they just volunteered? No, someone just saw, someone just saw them and was like, Oh, is that, is that person single? Oh, would they be open? Would they be open to meet someone I know who's also single? I think they'll, they'll make a good match and they met and it worked out. And there, and you know, there's some couples you're like, hmm, but actually, no, it's going really well. So, yeah, I don't think there's a stigma. There should be a stigma attached to it. Um, I don't know anyone who's hired a professional, and I haven't. But if I found a professional who was guaranteed to find me a husband, <laughs> hundred percent guaranteed, uh, with a beard and a good yeah. attitude. Um, I would definitely um, hire a professional okay. if, if if I could afford one. <laughs> I, I think I think the I, I I know people who've been match made, and I think when it works, it really really works well because you might meet people out of your own social sphere. Um, you might meet people that um, you would just never have met otherwise. So it really does open the dating pool for you. 
So I don't think there's a stigma attached to it. I mean, I know quite a few people who sort of are in relationships or got married through matchmaking. Um, although I don't know anyone who used professional matchmaking services that, that I don't know anything about. But when it comes to family and friends hooking you up with someone or, you know, I think that really works well. I don't think there's a fig- stigma for it. I don't know whether it's a stigma. Maybe, maybe stigma is not the word. And I think when it's, when it's your friends or family that are doing the matchmaking, I think that's kind of, com- that's known and comfortable. But the idea of paying someone to find someone for you, I don't know that there is a stigma, but there is probably this thing about, so you can't find someone for yourself. You have to pay someone, you know, is it that bad? You know, is something wrong with you? I think those probably are the questions that might certainly would be at the back of my head if I was thinking about it. Okay, does that mean that there's something wrong with me? Am I not able to find somebody on my own kind of qualities? I don't believe there should be a stigma attached to it. I don't think there's anything wrong in it if you can afford it and the person that's doing the matchmaking is professional. But I do know that those kind of thoughts will exist. That's probably why we don't know anybody that has done it. But also, does isn't that just like online dating as well? I mean, the attitude to online dating has changed within the last 10 years. But also, online dating at some point, you'd be like, well, is it that you cannot meet a man at work or with your friends or on the, on the bus, at the bus stop or the station? Now you have to go on the internet and pay these apps. No, you're to right. To be honest, I have friends, when I tell them I am on dating online, they look at me like, why are you doing that? I could never go online dating. I'm like, well, different strokes for different folks. And they say, oh, can you not find somebody at work? And I'm like, no, I can't. Can you not find somebody at church? No, I can't. So where else am I going to go? You know, I think not, what I like about online dating is that you are taking your relationship into your own hands. You're not leaving it to circumstance to happen. Approach it with the and, and actually, then going to a professional should be no different. Actually, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with it. You are taking it, you're taking your relationship into your own hands. Doesn't mean you're desperate, you know, it doesn't mean anything like that. It just means you know what you're looking for and you are exploring how you find it. That's it. I think the times have definitely changed because I remember a few friends who met people online and they would literally lie. And be like, oh, I was just shopping and he came up to me. <laughs> and, then, and then when it didn't work out, I'll be like, so what happened? You know, when the guy ghosted them, that then we didn't have the term ghosting. It would be like, um, actually, I met him online, so I don't know how to find him. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, things have changed so yeah. much. Like, no one, no one is afraid to say hey i met him online it's a thing which is good yeah we've come a long way when it comes to that Mm. like everybody no there's no more um it's not weird to say you met somebody online or you met somebody via a dating app anymore it's it's pretty normal yeah so have you guys ever been match made as an no actually i take that back we've all had those matchmaking thing is is there anyone that wants to share like a juicy story of being match made i can share a very embarrassing story of being match made on for you or for me and probably for the guy as well um because in this case well 
as far as I could read, neither of us knew we were being matchmade. So this is my sister, yeah, my own blood, and my <laughs> and her best friend, which is the guy's cousin. So um, it was my sister's best friend's uh, birthday, and we had obviously a Niger party. We'd all dressed up and everything. And I think my sister and her best friend thought, oh, these are two single people that are left in our sphere. And obviously... That one is a man. This one is a woman. Let us match make them. Fine. It would have probably been better if they had said, oh, this guy, this girl, you know, do you guys want to have a coffee or something? No, they didn't do that. Instead, they came up with this weird scenario where my sister, I live very close to my sister's friend, maybe about 15 minutes from her. So my sister goes, oh, can you go to her house. Um, can you call her? I want her to drop something off with you that you can bring to me when you see me at the weekend. And I thought, okay, no problem. Um, and so um, I call her and I say, yeah, yeah, I'm supposed to pick up something from you. She says, oh, I can't, um, I can't um, meet you, but I'll send someone to drop it off for you. Meet the person somewhere. I can't remember what she's, I think it was a cafe or something like that. We was, I was supposed to meet to pick up this thing. <laughs> I'm laughing so, already. <laughs> gosh. So I was, I was like, okay, I will meet the person there. Um, and, you know, I was not really thinking about it. What I thought when she said meet the person there, I actually thought it was one of her kids or something like that. So I wasn't like making any effort. I was in my tattiest, my tattiest sweat, um, sweat, uh, sweat suit. Is that the right word? Yeah. Sweat, a sweater and track bottoms you're fancy you're wearing sweatsuits some people wear leggings and like t-shirts with a (laughs) (laughs) my hair was in a scarf you know there was no makeup on my face um you know i was wearing um what it was in january so i was wearing my ugg boots boots. i was just looking wretched in the because i was just like i don't give a shit i'm just gonna pick up a parcel and i'm going to go so I get to this place um, and I'm looking for, you know, my, my sister's friends, well, I don't know, child or something. I, I got there and I saw this guy with this person and I'm like, I dismissed him completely. I'm like, what is this weirdo doing here in the morning at this time? <laughs> and then <laughs> my phone rings and then the, 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 the guy opens his mouth and he speaks that I'm, I'm here to drop off a parcel. I don't know what you look like and da, 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 da. And I'm like, I see the guy and the guy sees me and two thoughts come to my mind. And I'm like, what the fuck? And two, I am dressed like crap. Was so he cute? I'll, no. Oh. He was, was not cute. cute. He did, did not he sound cute. Okay. And I was just not happy about how I was looking. I collected okay. the parcel and I left. The guy did call me afterwards to say, oh, it was really nice meeting you. But you know, my one my one hit pet peeve about guys and when they speak you know what it is is non you're yes. such a georgia ah i cannot do h factor yeah 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 i completely yeah. i can't i can't but anyway that was the attempt so when i got back and i called my sister that were you trying to match make She was like, well, we kind of thought it was a good idea. I said, well, it would have been nice if you had told me, told the guy, (laughs) told us so that we knew what was happening so we could have at least made some kind of effort. No, so weird. But that just, that was just 
he did bless him he did try to call a few times later and i thought that was incredibly brave because i know i was i was not looking good but um i'm sorry that was the beginning and the end of of that you man crusher you crushed the pole he probably wore his best suit (laughs) i can't even remember what he wore and a cummerbund and a oh my god the age factor just killed it for me i I wasn't looking good your your sister didn't do any of you favors. All as in both of you didn't didn't um, win in that particular scenario. There were no winners. I was the one that looked like a I don't know, I don't know what. To, let's move on, please. It's a very horrible, scarring experience. <laughs> okay, scarring. Yeah. So I have a story, mm-hmm. and I think the title of the story is "The Chocolate Factory Worker Slash Illegal Immigrant." Okay. Yeah. So one day, so I was sitting at work and next to my auntie called me, Rashida, I've given somebody your number. And I was like, oh my God. I'm like, auntie, no need to do it. She's like, don't worry, I've given somebody your number. And he's her friend, brothers, cousins, nephews, neighbors, brothers, postman, <laughs> kind of some random long thing. So I was like, okay, fine. She's given the number. Let it not be said that Rashida is picky because that's, I think that's what. My aunties generally believe Rashida is picky. Rashida will not talk to men and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, and it was a weekday. I think it was like a Wednesday afternoon. I sat down, on my, I was at my desk and at two o'clock, just after lunchtime, somebody texted me. Hi, my name is Joe for, for argument. Yeah. Um, your auntie gave me your number. Can you talk? And I was like, hi, Joe. She did tell me, but I can't really talk now because I'm at my desk. I'll call you at five when I get off work. And he was like, oh, sorry, no, I'm at work. And I don't know if you'll be awake by the time I get off work. And I was like, what kind of job does he do that? I'll be asleep when he's done with work. In my mind, I was like, maybe he's like this really senior MD in one fancy place. So he has to work long hours with the US and la, la, la. So that's what I was thinking in my mind. But moved on. So the next day, he then called me and we spoke. As soon as I said hello, and he was like, hello, I knew it was a no. Oh, yeah, I knew it was a no. Just as you said, the enunciation and H factor and the Nigerianness. Actually, no, I like Nigerian men, but there's just this thing that I couldn't get past. So we start talking, and I kept on convincing myself, like, okay, Rashida just keep an open mind so i then asked okay so what do you do la 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 and it was like well i work in a chocolate factory i'm like okay that's interesting what do you do in the chocolate factory and he's like i operate the machine i'm like what does that mean so i think he's one of those guys i don't know what it was exactly i was like okay how long have you done this job he's like four years i'm like okay what did you do before this? He was like, um, not a lot. I was doing bicycle courier, like the delivery kind of thing. I was like, okay. To be honest, my first instinct at that time was no. But I was like, okay, keep an open mind. Because you do a nine to five doesn't necessarily mean you have to date somebody that does nine to five. People that do like other jobs or other in other industries are worthy of love just keep an open mind so i kept on talking to myself and we spoke for about five ten minutes but it was it was hard to keep the conversation going because he could not speak properly his tenses were bad his 
grammar was terrible and I was just like oh my god so I needed a an out of the conversation so I was like well I'm going on holiday I was going on holiday I think a few days after that so I was going to Italy I was like well I'm going on holiday and I guess I'll talk to you when I come back and for whatever reason I just asked him so do you like going on holidays where did you when did you go to Nigeria last and his response was um you know why I haven't been to Nigeria I'm like I don't get. He's like, yeah, you know why. I'm like, what do you mean? I don't know why. And next thing is like, well, I haven't been to Nigeria in the last eight years because I have, I'm, I cannot travel. I'm like, okay. And his next response was, I'm not talking to you because of papers. I've tried to get many, a few women to help me, but they duped me. I just want to marry and have children. Nah, 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 nah. And I was uh -oh. just like, no. Uh oh. In the same sentence where I just literally met you. 10 minutes ago you're telling me you don't have papers you haven't traveled you've tried to marry two women before but they duped you and then in the same breath you're telling me you want to marry and have children no thank you so oh, i just wow. excused myself from the conversation i'm like oh thank you well i'll call you back shortly and i hang up i called my auntie there and then to ask did she know whether this guy was what the guy's legal status here was and she was like, yeah, she knew he had problems with his paper, but she just met him a few time, times and she thought he was a nice guy and she thought we'd get along. And I was like, but I've never, not, I've never been an illegal immigrant here. And why should someone in, in their, sorry to say, right frame of mind think it's okay to introduce me to an illegal immigrant without even telling me? She and thought that she thought love would conquer all. Oh, I'm not. It, it didn't come I'm not Jennifer that. Aniston in one of the rom coms. No, <laughs> she thought. And, no, I was in shock. Sorry, no, honey. No, 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 no. Let me tell. Let me give you the icing on the cake. Oh wow, so there's icing. My auntie. We talked for about ten minutes, and remember, I told the guy that look, I'll call you back in five minutes because that was my way of getting out of the conversation. The brother then decided to send me a message. I knew you were not going to call back. You sound like all those proud London girls. You have no integrity because you what? We cannot, we cannot oh. hold you to your word because you had oh. a, a, an illegal immigrant. You've decided to just cut me off without knowing me. I'm a good guy. Oh, wow. I was just like, what the hell? I screamed onto the message and I sent it back to my auntie and I blocked him. And I just told my auntie, auntie, I know you love me, but thank you. But I don't think I'm open to any sort of introductions again 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 and wow yeah and i was like what the hell and so, that was his brother by the way so that is random the his no she is she the, so my auntie is one of those random things i bet she probably went to a party and just saw some guy there and she asked her who is that guy oh his name is joe he's single oh my niece is a girl she's single and in, I guess, just like in the city, in the um, example I've just given and the one Ruby said a few minutes ago, I guess it's clear that many Nigerian aunties or African aunties or even friends have good ideas or have the best intentions, but they hit wrong spots. All they know is X is a woman, she's single, looking for a man. Y is a man single and looking for a woman let them meet let them date and i guess that's for me certainly that's what's caused the fatigue in 
being open to matchmaking my friends. I don't know. Do you guys, when your friends say, oh, Ruby, I know somebody. Do you want a number? Do you always say yes or no? Funny enough, I don't have any friends that say that to me. If I tell my friends, if you know somebody that matches my spec, send him across. Nobody's done that. Probably because they don't want to be responsible for Yawa if it doesn't work. But typically, it's been a long time since friends have tried to match make me. But I'm with you. I'm actually quite wary of it because you then feel the additional pressure to make it work because you don't want to disappoint whoever introduced you. And it's a bit awkward when it doesn't work because the person that introduced you um, probably just looked at you as, if it's a friend, yeah, they, they can't be responsible for what's going to happen. It's really difficult. But typically, I'd rather not be introduced by a friend. Do you know what I mean? I would actually mm. prefer a professional to do it than a friend. Yeah. Uh, um, I, my friends used to a long, long, long time ago, but How now I think... I, I'm very, <laughs> I'm very anti people matchmaking me because I think uh, people used to say I was picky. Maybe I was, I don't know, but I, yeah, I'm very anti people matchmaking me. So before you even go there, I'm like, maybe not, no, but sometimes it's someone who's in another country and I'm like, look in your home, look in your office, look in your home office. Everywhere you turn, there's so much smart. At Capella University, we think education should be smart too. Our game-changing FlexPath format puts you in control of your master's degree, so you can learn how, when, and where you want. Smart, huh? Yeah, we think so too. So if you want to take the next step in your career, make Capella your first step. Visit capella.edu to learn more. Capella University. Don't just learn, learn smarter. It's not going to work. I don't want to do long distance so no 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 like the last the last one was oh there's this guy but oh he's in nigeria i'm like mm -mm. I'm nope not, i have i have declared declared to myself that i am never doing long long distance ever again yeah. so no it's not gonna work don't even don't even try yeah well i guess that's good and it would lead me on to i mean as much as we've heard these terrible stories of people just as i said thinking Rashida is a girl, single. John is a boy, single. Marry or date or talk to each other. You must like each other kind of thing. There are good stories. And actually, I'm starting a side business, Rashida's dating service. Rashida's mm -hmm. matchmaking service. Woo! Mm -hmm. Can you clap for me, please? Because my success rate is 100%. I can brag about that because I've successfully introduced one couple. <laughs> Wait, are they married yet? But I, so I think in 2021, I'm going to be best man Wait. and maid of honor. So how do you know it's successful? Let me, okay, please, let me carry. Let me say. So this guy, we'll call him... John, for instance, my good friend, known him for years, and he had been with this ex. And yeah, I, she's. Uh, do you guys ever like watch? <laughs> did you ever watch The Good Place? No, no. So in this show, they're not allowed to use bad words. So if you want to call somebody a bitch, you the girl you cannot physically say if you have to call the person a bench. His ex was a bench. Right, you know, yeah, she was like a terrible girl, but 
I guess, and I, funny enough, I'd already told, I always told him that all you need to do is break up with this girl. I'm certain I have friends I can introduce you to good, beautiful, professional women that will treat you better and be a better fit. But he just laughed it off. Beginning of the year, his bench of a girlfriend cheated on him and dumped him. Okay. No. Yeah. So yeah, she cheated on him, dumped him and he was broken, but I was just like, well, you'll be fine. I'm sure I have friends, but I was just joking about it. And one day during at the start of lockdown in March, I was just talking to him and he was like, look, Rashida, look through your friend list. I'm sure you have friends. And I sat down and I thought, I was like, wait a minute. I think I do know someone. I told him I'll call him back in a few minutes. Then I just thought about, I stopped to, for a second and I thought about it that, okay, he was, he wanted a professional, he wanted a Christian girl and he wanted somebody who was close to the family. And I had a friend that was exactly all of those things. I've had several conversations with her and I knew she was a professional. She wanted to date a Christian man and she was very close to her family. And the biggest thing was they were both, they both have very similar senses of humor. I get on with them in similar ways. So I decided to do the introduction, but I caveated it, the, the introduction saying, I'm introducing you as friends. If you get, if you get along, all well and good. If not, please don't involve me. Okay. And guess what? Today we're in December. Mm-hmm. Since March, they've gone on two holidays. They've been seeing each other every weekend. They've met their families. I think Q1 next year, there's going to be a ring involved. And I'm like, Rashida, you're such a genius. But seriously, the good part of this is I didn't just simply introduce two single friends. I thought about, I put some thought and effort into it. I know my matchmaking services are amazing. Thank you. I introduced two people based on how well I knew them and understood their personalities and their goals were kind of aligned. And yes, I'm hoping they do get married, but even if they don't, it wouldn't be because they were just two random people brought together. That was a little bit of thoughts that was put into that thing. So in case if you decide you want, you do want a professional matchmaker that's close to home, you can come to me. I know you guys pretty well. I'd have to look through my directory of single men to, in fact, I'm, I will start matchmaking you. I'll start matchmaking you without um, your consent. Sorry. Wow. No. Thank you. Wow. If it's a millionaire, then okay. I was just going to say, I don't mind subscribing, but you need to give me a free trial period. Let me yeah, see. definitely, definitely. You guys will be my, um, my success stories. Like, so, I can, so when Oprah um, starts to interview me, I'll be like, well, <laughs> the first two matches were to my two very good friends. So, well, Rebe and the other girl I was talking about. And everyone will be like, oh my God, she's so good. So watch this space, peoples. Okay. And I guess this takes me to the next portion, as in um, the idea, okay, should you pay somebody to um, matchmake you or do you want to rely on your aunties and friends that time and time again just introduce you to random people? So there's this nice world of like professional matchmakers and dating coaches. 
and before this week or last week, I had no idea it was such a big... Well, I kind of sort of did because I watched the Indian matchmaking on Netflix. Did you guys watch that? Yeah, I did. No, oh, you did? Yeah, Sima Auntie. Yeah, so this was a series that focused on this matchmaker, Auntie, Sima Auntie in India. So she, or she matchmaked couples between India and the US. And Sima Auntie was efficient. She had like folders and folders of singles profiles. She interviewed the singles and matched them based on their criteria and preferences. I think she gave three matches, if I remember correctly. And she talked with the families and everyone just trying to kind of get a feel of who you are. And I guess that's what professional matchmakers do. They'll get to know you, know your personality. They have their own directory of singles and they just set you up with compatible dates. They even go as um, far as they'll give you pre-date coaching. Then they'll give you post-date analysis like you've gone to an assessment center and you get feedback to help you on your other dates. And of course, as you imagine, this is not free, nor is it cheap. It's in the UK, apparently, you can pay between one to 10 grand for professional matchmakers. Huh? Huh? Yep. That's a Did lot. you say 10 grand? Yep. Been, like, Do you know that 10 yep. grand is some, in some people's house deposits? I mean... Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. If he's going to be a millionaire, (laughs) I guess it's an investment. Also, some of these professional matchmakers have like a signing on fee, which is could be maybe the one grand. But if it if it ends up in a relationship and a marriage, there's something called like a successful union or a completion fee, something along those lines where you pay like a hefty sum. So I was, I listened to a BBC Sounds podcast. One of the women had a successful union fee. I forget what she called it, of five and a half grand, five and a half thousand dollars. So if her match ends up in a marriage, then they pay her five and a half grand. That's not bad, actually. So one grand to find the person. Um, and when you found the person, you only pay the high sum no. when you guys are married. No, one grand to, uh, roughly to register. Then in between all the matches and dating and coaching and all of those things have fees associated with it. Oh. Then at the end of it, if it results in a marriage, then you pay the completion fee. <laughs> That's sounding like a lot. If it was just the initial fee, one grand, okay. And then the final end fee, you know, when everything is working, I could live with that. I could be on board with that. But all these fees in between, I'm not sure about that. That just So like the Sima Auntie and the few podcasts I listened to before this episode, they actually, they took it on as, you know, when you're like looking for a graduate role where they're guiding you step by step, getting to know you, kind of talking to your family and your friend, getting to know your personality. And these people, you're, they're paid. You're, you pay them for a service. So they're less likely to um, be gentle with you in that if you have like terrible character flaws that your aunties would be like, oh yeah, that's just Rashida's way. This lady will not have it. She'll actually call you out on it very, very, very quickly. Whereas, so these are like the professional matchmakers. Then they have the other side who are dating coaches. They are 
kind of less rigid, less formal. They are like life coaches. They help you be the best version of yourself. They hold your hand through the creation of like your online profile on um, how to select your matches when you're going for dates, helping you choose your outfits, just help you build your confidence, just like your own personal hype man or woman. And I guess it was quite interesting. So Crystal, let me point my finger at you. Okay. If you were going to dip your toes back into active dating, would you hire a matchmaker or a dating coach and why? Um, I would not hire a matchmaker because I don't like people matchmaking me, but I would, I hire a dating coach because hello, I love um, Matthew Hussey. I think Matthew Hussey is a dating coach. I mean, I can't afford him. <laughs> I can't <laughs> afford the personal services, but I've been to some of his talks and I, I've really, really learned a lot so much from listening to Matthew Hussey and actually some of the advice that he has given has changed my life or changed my views with regards to dating. So definitely hundred percent. I would, if I could afford it, get a dating coach because I you're think in that, luck. I'm starting a service. So I will be your dating. Like, coach. You're not free. a dating coach. You said you're a matchmaker. Okay. Bang. I decided to I've evolved my business in the last Bang. three minutes. Choose one. <laughs> I don't trust oh, yeah. you anymore. I don't trust yeah. you. <laughs> and I guess, I mean, all of this come at a price is the, at the cost. Do they justify the outsourcing of the heavy lifting? Do you think it's a good idea? Does it make dating less or more fun? But we think it can still be fun, but I don't, I don't, what, like, I don't know how much I would be willing to pay. <laughs> like, what's my, what's the limit is my question. Cause I'm not going to pay 10,000 pounds. Like, mm -hmm. no way. What if it guarantees you Idris no. Elba if you were single? <laughs> Why Idris? I'm, I'm not. I am oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're not. Idris. <laughs> I'm not an Idris Elba groupie. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry for all the Idris Elba groupies. I'm not one of them. Yeah. But yeah, even if it guaranteed me the man of my dreams, 10,000? Man of your dreams, though. Mm, <laughs> come on. There has to be a price on that. I would think, I would think about it. Like, what if I, I mean, I could just walk out the door and meet the man of my dreams. Why should I pay? Yeah, but this 10,000 is, is positioning you in a place to find this man. Really, let me that. ask you, because I know you've done a lot of online dating. And of course, you have to spend time thralling through crazy and weirdos and time wasters and just general craziness that's out there would you pay that fee and is it justified what do you think it, it depends on what the fee is because as you said you know i think the average person is on maybe one or two dating apps and those things are not cheap um anyway you're you're spending a certain amount every month and you're locked into like a one or three month contract as uh, personally i think the paid apps are, are far better so there is there is a cost regardless now the thing is, at least I am the one doing the filtering when I'm on the app. I'm the one doing the filtering and the checking, and I know what I like and what I don't like. But doesn't that get tedious? How about you pay somebody and the person just filters everything for you? And well, then that's what I'm getting get to. Good it stuff. depends on how much it is that I'm being asked to pay to do the, the, the filtering. Because at the end of the day, 
you know, you really have to know that the person that's doing that filtering knows you enough to do the right kind of filtering. Um, it, it really depends. I'll, I'll certainly pay a little bit more for somebody to present me with a short list, but I wouldn't go pay an exorbitant amount because no matter what they say, they can't guarantee you anything. No, they so, can't. But the thing with professional matchmakers is they get to know you. They know your family, your friends, and they kind of talk to you. So it's not just signing up today and then they find you matches. They kind of more or less try and, for the lack of a better word, date you first. That's work though, right? So you, you will still have to fill some kind of questionnaire. You'll still have to do yep. some work. You will still have and to it, speak to certain people. And yeah. still, there is no guarantee no. that will no. be able to give you the right shortlist. You will still have to exactly. meet that's a number of people. So for me, yeah. it boils down to how much are they asking me to pay? Because there is no, the idea that you won't have to do any work, I don't believe. You will no. still have to do something. Why? I think and that's why. Guaranteed. <laughs> and it's not it's guaranteed. Not guaranteed. There's no free all of, all of Sima and T's clients, none of them got married or actually stayed with the person she um, match made match made them with so there you go yeah so i i i would pay i would pay a little bit more but not a whole lot more not a whole lot more yeah yeah i think i i like the idea of outsourcing the um heavy lifting if i must be honest i find i guess that's where why i find online dating kind of tedious because you have to then start looking swipe left swipe right look at weirdos random guys with shirtless guys and you're just like oh my god if i ever see any picture of a guy on holiday with his friends with a drink in his hand i'm going to just break my phone <laughs> can i just and say to anybody who has a perception that online dating is oh. as easy as you put on the app you put in your profile and then you meet 10 desirable men and then you start talking to them and one of them oh. happens to be the guy can I just ask you to wake up from whatever dream that you are having oh my and God. face reality that what you put in is what you're going to get out? There's always one though, isn't there? I know that one person that went on, I can't remember, okay, Cupid, met her husband. The first guy she spoke to became her husband. They're married now and they have two kids. That I'm like, girl. That's the story <laughs> they used to reel you in. That is no, I know this person personally. This I is know. not they told me. I know. But she's but the one out of a hundred. <laughs> well, out is, of a million. The, what are the odds of that happening every time? No, no, no. Exactly. She's one, she's one out of a million. Yeah. But and there's always that one. That's what I was trying to say. With online dating, do you guys find sometimes you open the app and you get matched with someone and you're like, let me go back and look at my picture because I don't understand why I was matched with this <laughs> <Steve's> uncle. <laughs> And it's not me being um, proud or anything, but like recently, I did open match.com this week. Thank you very much. Well done. Well and done. there was this guy, he must have been in his 60s. He just looked like somebody's granddad. You need but help. Ribby, are you on it? Look, you need some I'm help. Really, I, I did don't put understand. like really nice, beautiful picture. And it was like, are you sure? You're, I, I don't honestly, think so. I swear, my pictures are really nice. Okay, and he was you, like, we will look at your pictures later. The only thing I'm going to say, and we should move on, is that you do you will have to put in work 
because at the end of the day, there are hundreds of thousands of people on the app. app. And the app is an algorithm that just matches people. There isn't somebody on the other side that is looking at you and understand. It's an algorithm. So it's a numbers game. So you have to manage your expectations. That's all I'm going to say. At this point, at this point, I'm more open to a professional matchmaker. Just outsource it and like Sima auntie or Lola auntie, do the work for me. Kind of thing. Lola auntie. (laughs) (laughs) Or auntie Lola. (laughs) Kisha, how about you? Would you pay a matchmaker or you just rely on your amazing friends and family to introduce you to h-factor that idea of paying paying somebody one grand and then pay maybe not one grand and i would pay i would pay but i don't think i'd want to fall into that trap of just pay 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 i'd pay a one-off initial fee and the final bonus fee i'm not interested in this continuous payment mm. business but I, I think i would just you know maybe one off fee to meet 10 applicable people you know which you get to pick yourself that sounds reasonable to me you know the part i don't like is that successful completion fee as in i'm just like then why won't i just decide to be a fraud and be like oh uh, matchmaker sorry it's not gonna work then no, but if you find out. someone you like you wouldn't do that though if you yeah, genuinely but why should you like, as in I don't know. I just, I don't know. Actually, you know I dream of your dream. Oh, Idris Elba. <laughs> yes. Take He's my married, kid, please. <laughs> move on He's from taken. There. I know, but like Idris Elba kind of, that chocolatey oh, thing. Okay. Oh. The chocolatey goodness. I think that thing scrambles my brain. That's what? cocoa you know, butter. <laughs> you know, sorry, cocoa butter. can I just call on Rashida's bullshit for one second? Yeah? You are oh the one God. that just said, you're the one that just said that you want the person to know you and the way and everything. Meanwhile, your spec is it just Elba look alike. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Uh-huh. That is an unconscious thing. Once I see a guy that's chocolate colored my brain i just my brain just deserts me common sense once he's cute and that dark thing and he's funny whether he's a terrible man or not my brain just like oh yeah i love him so with mm. fine boy we can sell you like giving food to a child fine boy come on honestly i think he's a fine boy Oh, it's been fun today, actually, as in... Time just went. <laughs> mm, yeah, pretty quick. Yeah. Anyway, you guys can sign up for my matchmaking service later on. I'll send I wouldn't you. pay you, though. Sorry. Yeah, it's wow. not anyway. You'll be my GP. <laughs> He's a friend. Friends, you don't pay friends. Come on. Yeah, you'll be my guinea. You only you can only pay me the successful union fee. Then you can come for the wedding. <laughs> uh, can we move on to rapid fire, please? Yes, yes please. ma'am. Thank you. So... The thing today is, if you guys were going to see a professional matchmaker, i.e. me, if you're going to employ my services, and I was asking you about your preferences, I just need one thing each for each category. What would be a must-have and deal-breaker? Keisha? Must-have. He must be self-sufficient. That's my must-have. Self-sufficient with broad shoulders. Um, (laughs) No, one thing. (laughs) 
All right. And then the, the deal breaker is, oh, God. Can I say he mustn't be a bum? How do I even translate that into... Well, if it's self-sufficient, then he won't be a bum. Okay, so which means I have to find another deal breaker. Um, Come on, TikTok, TikTok. You okay, sorry. Maybe no, no odd, odd smells. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that's why you have links for men. <laughs> like inside, outside, everywhere. No odd smells. You have links Africa for men or links tiger. I don't know what be. So. And that's, oh, that's inside and out. That's mouth, body, everything on the up. No odd smells. <laughs> you have Listerine. You have chewing gum. Yeah, oh, that can be solved. I, Okay, well, that is a deal breaker if you, are, if you reach a certain age and you haven't solved that problem. It's a deal breaker because there's no... Fair problem. enough, fair enough. Ruby? Um, must have. Must have ambition. Okay. Deal breaker, as we said earlier on, age factor. And just forget about. Mm. Yeah. I can't yeah. do that. Okay. It's not okay. It's not okay. <laughs> but well, okay. What if it's not constant? What if it just comes up like when quick you're fire. not? Fire. I have quick fire answered you. Let's move all on. All right. All right. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. I accept, I accept that. Thank you, Ruby. Crystal? Um, oh, must be kind. Okay. And um, deal breaker would be uh, if, it's, if they live in another country. Can't do it. Okay, cool. What about you, Rashida? Okay, for me, must have a job, a visible source of income. Definitely, because for me, is it feels like if you end up with somebody, as in our lives have to remain on the same level. I cannot, not like I'm making a lot of money anyway, but I cannot end up with someone then my. um, standard of living goes from Tesco to Poundland, <laughs> which is which is what I'm at now. I'm enjoying Tesco's finest. Thank you very much. And deal breaker. <clears throat> okay, so I'm going to cheat and put two. Actually. No, you can't cheat. No, and put I'm two. the queen of this rapid fire today. I make the rules and I'm I will the you. diva. Yeah, I'm a diva. Is okay. Go H-factor. on. H-factor, definitely. Definitely. I cannot deal with. And because my family, my sister, my brother, my parents are terrible. They love for people that have H-factor. There's this guy that I was talking to or, some, or someone introduced me to at some point and he was like, oh, I wanted to buy a trousers. And I'm like, what? So now my mom and dad say stuff like, oh, we want to buy a trousers. We want to buy a pair of belts just because they heard the story. But anyway, that's besides the point. And the second thing is felony. I don't think I'd want to be someone with someone that has a criminal record. Ooh, I never thought of that. Yeah, but I why would you? That's like the basics. Yeah, but it might have been something they did in their teens or whatever. As in, yes, I get it was a long time ago or whatever, but Anyway, one day we will do rapid fire the way we are supposed to do rapid fire. I know, right? I was going to say rapid fire is boom, boom, done. I know. No explanation needed. You You don't need to explain. I feel like you guys are not listening to me today. I'm. I decided to 
bring in my Rashida's professional matchmaker deal, <laughs> deal dating coach expertise, but I don't think you guys appreciate it. So what can I do? Okay. The audience will appreciate you. I'm I sure. know. I know. Ah, well. <laughs> if you decide that the route for professional matchmakers or dating coaches isn't for you, or you have like pesky aunties or friends that are determined to see you married in Q1 of 2021, always, I feel like, always, always, always have a list of must have, nice to haves, and deal breakers. Use these aunties and friends as your professional matchmakers and the best part is they're free of charge you haven't got the ten thousand pound fee or successful union fee arm these aunties and friends with as much information as possible to allow them do quite well what i term the heavy lifting and i guess that would improve increase the probability of a successful match this was a tip from my amazing therapist after another session where I spend the whole hour crying about one of the terrible matches that my lovely, in quote, aunties had made on my behalf. And I guess that's what I do now. When anyone wants to match make me, I am open to being introduced or match made to people, but I have a list of must-haves, nice-to-haves and deal-breakers. That wraps up today. Whatever you do, stay amazing, have fun, and be true to yourself. If you love our podcast, please show your support by subscribing, rating, and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Until next time, thank you all. Thank, thank you, ladies, for joining, and speak to everybody soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Talking Single Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. To continue the conversation, be sure to follow us on Instagram with the handle at Single Talks Podcast. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter with the handle Talking Single. We are downloadable on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify and other podcast platforms. Don't forget to subscribe, leave us a review and of course share with your family and friends. We'd also love to hear from you, so leave us your comments or questions and do remember to tag us in any posts with the hashtag SingleTalks. Take care and see you next week. Same time, same place. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope, it's Geico. Uh, yeah, 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 that's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, giveth thou the berries. For 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. No, it's from Geico, because they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. We're always driving to dance lessons. So we signed up for Know Your Drive. We save money and get closer to her dancing dreams. The daring young man on the flying trapeze. Or maybe her singing dreams. Sign up for Know Your Drive and save up to 20%. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Products not available in every state. Discount terms apply. Visit amfam.com slash knowyourdrive for details. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.